Were you love bombed by your narcissist? Now, doesn't really happen too much in the family, although the cycle continues, but the love bombing of a relationship is unlike anything else. It is the greatest thing in the whole world. You've never been loved that much. You are the best thing since sliced bread. And um, they want to spend every single waking moment with you, and they just sweep you off your feet. Today, my guest is Mara Hall. She's a friend of mine who has just wrote wrote a book called Love Bombing, and she goes through um, a lot of the tactics and things that happen to her um, with her narcissist, and we're going to talk to her about what kind of tactics they used and um, how we get through this and how we don't let this happen again. My name is Tracy Malone. I am the founder of NarcissistAbuseSupport.com. I am an international coach for victims of abuse as well as those going through divorce. So if you're looking for more information about narcissistic abuse or how to reach me, go to my website, NarcissistAbuseSupport.com. The link's down below. But before we get started, let's go meet Mara because she's got a lot of information to share and you're just going to love her. She's really cool. We'll see you soon. Welcome, Mara. I am so excited that you are here to see us today. Yeah. You were like the wild love bombing rock star. That's all I can say. Love bombing rocks. I like that. Come on, Tracy. Yay. <laughs> Good for you. So today we're going to talk about your book, which is called yes. Love Bombing. And, um, you know, before we get started, I want to ask you, what made you write this book? Obviously, you were love bombed, but, but you know, why did you write this? Obviously, I was love bombed, and it's loosely based off of my experience with a narcissist. And, you know, for me, it was therapeutic, just journaling all of the things that had happened to me. And as I started writing, I just realized that not only am I healing myself, but I could help heal someone else by telling this story and also showing all of the signs, all of the characteristics of narcissism and just spreading that awareness so that people can really like live vicariously through me and learn not to do this or know the signs when it's happening to them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because it's really the first signs, like mm -hmm. it is, you know, but I think there's a, there's a, a misunderstanding um, that victims after abuse see a normal, healthy relationship that they're being kind and they just go, Oh no, love bombing and they get really scared about it so i'm glad that you wrote this can you describe some of the love bombing tactics that were used on you absolutely for me with the person that i was with they immediately engaged in compliments non-stop 24 7 you're the best thing since sliced bread uh you're so beautiful you're so amazing you're you're the the most important person in my life i want to spend the rest of my life with you i want to be a step uh dad to your daughter i want to get married i want to live off the grid all of these grandiose compliments that feel great but when you've only known a person for a week or two, it's a little bit too much. So those were the first signs of what happened to me with love bombing, just inundating me with, with lots of compliments and just 
making me feel like the best thing since sliced bread and and me believing it because I was the best thing since sliced bread. Like I'm not like I'm amazing. And of course you should be saying all these things about me because I'm amazing. So of course, but it doesn't real relationships don't happen that fast. So that's how you know that someone is love bombing you. Yeah. Yeah. And what you were describing is is a lot of future faking. Future faking. One yep. of the, the tactics of I want to marry you. We're gonna go get this beautiful house, everything you ever dreamed of. I'm that person. Right. So they're just hooking you, hook, line, yes. and sinker. Yes. Um, and, and I was thinking before we were going to talk about this, I was thinking about something the other day that my ex did, which mm -hmm. in the beginning, he planned things. Like I had just come out of a divorce and my ex first husband did nothing. So all of a sudden I'm like, my husband, my ex-husband did nothing. And this guy, new guy is like, let's go to this exhibit at the, at the Met and let's go here. And this would be a really good thing. And oh my God, the Hope Diamond is here. Let's drive down there and let's go. He was always very active in planning things. And then after he kind of hooked me, it never happened again. And it was like, it was ridiculous, but I also found out that our honeymoon mm. was not planned by him as he had pretended. Like mm. I got the best hotel and I got all this stuff. And it turns out that his best man literally did all the work and he wrote the check. Wow. And but he pretended he was just and again that sold me on I need a guy that isn't like my first one that didn't do anything. He was involved and then he just stopped. And um, did yours do over-the-top generous gifts and things like that? Not generous over-the-top gifts, no. It was just lots and lots of attention mm -hmm. um, with all of the compliments that I told you, but calling me several times a day, staying on the phone with me, because we were in the middle of the pandemic. So uh, we didn't really have a lot of interaction outside. So we met on a live streaming app. So most of our interaction was on there, but outside of that, calling me all the time, FaceTiming, staying on the phone with me for hours, like doing internet shopping, things of that nature, like all the time. And then after that came a lot of phone sex after we were hooked. It was just like, you know, you're not involved with anybody. Then that came on, that was the next thing, but no, the the next grandiose uh gesture that he did was come to visit me like and stayed here for six days from where he lived to atlanta georgia mm -hmm. fast, fast. <laughs> when did you start to see the weird things that didn't add up to the love bombing script he was running as soon as he left you know actually when i dropped him off at the airport i was like sad and distraught that he was leaving and it was like for him, it was nothing. He was just, another, oh, okay, bye, see you. It was that. And I thought that that was weird. That was the first thing that I saw um, because it just didn't make any sense. We had all this fun. We were like, oh my goodness, we're in love. And he was just gone. And I was like, oh, okay, don't worry about it, Mara. Don't think too, too much into it because you just spent six days with this dude. So like, it's all good. But then immediately after when he got home, it was around the Thanksgiving day holiday. And he just didn't have any time anymore to talk on the phone. He was busy cooking or he was with family or God, I, I, and I was, I, that was weird to me. Yeah. Yeah. It was very weird to me. So that was when everything started to change. And then when I started to say something about it, it was a problem, an immediate problem. And it started to turn into arguments, mm -hmm. bad arguments.
Isn't that amazing how it goes from you are the best thing since sliced bread to I don't really eat bread. <laughs> it's like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah, I'm gluten free. I don't do bread. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. exactly. I mean, and that, that's the funny part, right? Is, is uh -huh. like you uh -huh. go from this pedestal and yep. then thrust you downward mm -hmm. in this very strange, why is this happening kind of a way? Right, right, right. Very strange, very strange. And that's when the devaluing and the discard started with him, like after that immediately. Just, it was just a different, it was a different world. We started arguing all the time when I would bring things up, it was a problem. And I wanted him to meet one of my friends so he could get a grasp of my personality because we weren't getting along. And I was trying to be solution-based in my approach. And that's when we had like the biggest fight ever. And that's when I saw like the Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde in him and mm -hmm. said, yeah, something is really wrong. Like he's bipolar. It just didn't make any sense. But immediately after that, after that, that, that fight, he's calling me at two o'clock in the morning, love bombing me and gaslighting and pouring it on thick again. The love bombing starts. Oh, I love you. You're going to make me go with another girl. Like, I'm like, you just, we just, I, it does. I, I didn't I didn't know what was going on. Yeah, it was like I was in the twilight zone and I had no clue and I was confused and frustrated and I knew something was wrong, but I didn't know what was wrong. And yeah. Yeah. So did he do like put downs and and you weren't good enough kind of things in the devalue stage or it sounds like he was a really good love bomber and then completely just didn't care about the rest really good love bomber and just completely would just would drop out or ghosting he would ghost me or he didn't have time it was like all of a sudden he was very busy at at, at any given time or i'm working and why don't you let me work i'm trying to come and see you again but i have to do all of this so oh my goodness you're you're needy uh you don't have anything else to do like that's what happened with the devaluing and, and the discard. And I just didn't understand. You're saying you love me and all of this, but then when I want to spend time with you, you don't have any time. You're always busy or you're always doing something else. So I, I just didn't understand it. I didn't know what was going on. And as I tried to be solution-based to the problem and try to find a solution and try to work on it, it was all, he would always pose a new problem. There would always be a problem, the, the next thing that was wrong or I, I don't like when you do this or it was all on me. It was never let me apologize for talking to you this way or doing X, Y, and Z. It was always, it's your fault. You're the problem, not me. So, yeah. yeah. It's 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 heart-wrenching when it, it turns because again, it's so confusing. You mm -hmm. were the best thing. You were my yeah. soulmate. I want to marry you. You're, you're the future. You're everything. And you don't have time for me anymore. And and that's so confusing. I've had that happen with my next narcissist too. And it was just like, wait a second. Like you would talk to me as you were like getting ready in the morning. You don't have that time on your way to work. You don't have that time anymore. You know, all of a sudden things didn't add up. And, you know, as I found out later, he had three of us at the same time. So it wasn't my turn was what I <laughs> That's it. So my guy had a whole nother girlfriend that he was dating for five years. And so I think I came along when she was on the outs. Mm -hmm. 
-hmm. And so he spent all of his attention on me because he wasn't with her. But then I think around the holidays, that's when they got back together. That's why he didn't have time. But in addition to me, there were also several other girls that he was either um, grooming to be next or he had was he was dealing with before me that he wasn't finished dealing with them yeah. and was dealing with them at the same time he was dealing with me. Oh, why not? It's 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 cover your bases, you know, let's yes. have one yes. you know, on the side and on the side of that one, just in yes. case that one gets mad at me because I didn't call her back. Mm -hmm. it's, it, they are like master jugglers. And, yes. you know, when they are the cheating type, then they are master jugglers with this intent to gather up as many as they can it's just absolutely. a collection process <laughs> absolutely 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 and it's really 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 sad because i don't have time for that i don't think anybody has time for that it, it, it's like i don't i don't want anyone to mess with my significant other so i don't want to mess with anyone else's significant other so don't put me in that situation and just it was just horrible. the worst tracy experience of my life <laughs> I wouldn't wish this on my worst enemy. I wouldn't, I mean, just hands down the effects that it has on your psyche, on your physical, your emotional, your mental, just all of it. And just how long it takes for you to get over it and then to move on. And even still to this day, I still have troubles, you know, with thinking about or going back or, cause he still calls me to this day. Mm -hmm. block him he's still going to find a way to call so you know yeah he's just pinging he's going hey will she still play is she still there you know right. can I turn her back with a sweet talk and maybe a you know dozen roses or something yeah. it, it is okay supply must be running low i guess it's my turn <laughs> yep 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 that's exact because i i'm in contact with one of the other young ladies that he was talking to as well and he does the same thing to her mm -hmm. and so will like did you like when he calls me i'll call her and say hey did he call you she says yes and <laughs> so we know like oh he's not probably not with his girlfriend so that's why he's calling us you know so it's but i i haven't talked to him because he calls like it really wee hours of the morning and i have a do not disturb one so i never see it so thank god thank god I was watching a, a special. I was sick last week, so I was watching like all kinds of old stupid movies that I didn't have to pay attention to. And mm -hmm. I watched the um, the other woman. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you remember that one, but I do. Basically, like three of them all got together, and and it was it was an awesome kind of um, you know take down the jerk. So that is like I, I just think that we all need to do that. But you were talking about like you know the recovery of this. And I know trusting again after this has happened is so hard. How do you deal with that? You know, what I'm trying not to do is let what happened with this narcissistic relationship affect my future relationships mm -hmm. because they don't have anything to do with, with what happened in the past. And I'm trying to treat every relationship like a brand new one and starting on a clean slate. What I will say is that I have very strict boundaries, um, very strict expectations about what I will allow and what I won't allow. So I see things faster if there's like red flags or things that I don't like about a person immediately. I'm like abort, abort, exit stage left. So I really don't take any sugar, honey, iced tea from anybody moving forward, like with new guys, but I'm not going to let that taint my future and my, my king that's out there. Cause I know he's there. Hello. Doo -doo -doo -doo. 
Keep going. Keep going. You are the coolest. I just love talking to you. Um, so I want to ask you now, I have no idea about this because we haven't discussed this, but um, did he love bomb your children? No, I, I never let him come yeah. close to my daughter. Yep. Good, good. My love bomb my kid. My mm -hmm. set, again, it's within six months and then I married him. Um, mm -hmm. He gave my eight-year-old child a $3,000 Halloween party. Wow. Like, I think he bought like five fog makers and animatronic witches that like they could talk to in a microphone it would come out the witch's mouth and like $500 gadgets to have a party for eight little boys. I was like, oh my God, he loves my son. Oh, yay, I found the perfect person, right? Because that's what they do. For me, my vulnerability was I want someone to be there and be involved in my son's life. So he loved bomb me through the kids. Yeah, and, yeah. and that is, again, another <laughs> tactic. And again, but it is sort of like, it is a, a, oh my gosh, I didn't see that happening. I just thought it was such a kind and loving thing over the top and extreme, be it, but it was still, you know, but he really loves my kid. Look how much money he spent on him. And I right, know not right. money is a thing, but it was, you know, he's dressing up in costumes and, you know, boiling bubbles of dry ice. I mean, it was crazy. Crazy. Yeah. All part of the love bombing to get me. And so it if you look at some of the things that he love bomb you with what won't you fall for again anytime someone is is giving compliment after compliment all mm -hmm. the time i'm not going to fall for that if someone wants to take all of your time talking to you all day all night i'm not like that's that's not normal um just if it if it's too good to be true, mm -hmm. it is. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, thing, relationships take time. It, they take time to develop. You know, if anybody is trying to move super duper fast and they want to move in with you or they want to have sex with you or they want to be your boyfriend or they want to get married in two days, I'm running. I'm running for the hills. I'm out of here. Peace. Deuces. And I think the secret is, is, is to slow down, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. The secret is to just be like, Okay, they want to go 90 miles an hour. How are they going to act if I want to go 40? Right. If I say, and, and if you think about that, they want 100 and you're going 40, that is setting a boundary. How did mm -hmm. they respond to the boundary? Are they mad at me? But I love you so much, I can't live without you, right? Well, if you love me so much, you could wait another hour. You exactly. Know? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> wait another hour. Exactly. Like, exactly. You know, it's like, I've got a job. I've got a life. I'm not like, you know, all those butterflies in your stomach. Ooh, you know, none of that shit anymore. It's going to be like, put your money where your mouth is. And I'm not saying money. I'm saying your actions speak louder than words. Because exactly. often we follow those words. I want to be your partner. We're going to have a future together. All that stuff, you know. Be there when I say I need a little space and say, you're worth waiting that time. I'll give you the weekend, have fun with your friends instead of demanding your time. So it is about us taking control of that love bombing cycle. Exactly. We drive the car and as much as an exciting thing it is to be put on a pedestal like that, it's very hard to fall from that pedestal because it's right. so high. Right, exactly, exactly. Mm -hmm. Taking the driver's seat 
setting our boundaries, knowing our worth and knowing who we are to not let anybody infiltrate our energy for the negative. Absolutely. One last question about the book, girl. What is the most important thing that people are going to learn from this book? How not to get played nice. by a narcissist. You'll nice. see everything. You'll know because the main tactic for them is that love bombing. The beginning, that is what, that's what gets you. But oh. then you'll know from, from, from jump, okay, this person is love bombing me, run. And so you won't even have that. And then you'll start seeing all of the different characteristics that they exhibit by looking through what happens to Heather in the book. Oh, ooh, to Heather in the book. Ooh, I can't wait till it comes out. When should we see this on the shelves? You should see Love Bombing, How to Avoid Narcissists and Scammers and Unlock the Treasures of Self-Love on Valentine's Day, February 14th. Awesome. What a good day. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, we're going to have to set our clocks to that. So for anyone who's watching this, you might not see it till 2023. We're talking about Valentine's 2023 that you're going to see it. And after that point, it will be on sale. We will put a link down below. Um, did we miss anything? Did you want to share anything else that I missed? I would love if you guys could follow me on my social media platforms on Instagram at Mara, M-A-R-A underscore Hall, and also at Love Bombing the Book on Instagram. And anything you want to know about Love Bombing the Book, if you want to purchase the book, you can get it on my website at www.lovebombingthebook.com. Thank you so much for being here today, Mara. I, I am so excited to have you here. Love the hat. Thank you. <laughs> Bad hair today, Tracy. So <laughs> we gotta we have to improvise and pivot when it's not working out. Pivot. <laughs> I love that word. I'm totally gonna steal it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, thank you for having you know for having being on this show today. And um everybody go and get that book. It's gonna be a great book. And um Mara is a hoot. I love her. She is just gonna change the world. So watch One out person at a time. It's all it takes. Let's do one, 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 one. And then we have a whole bunch of them. Absolutely. Thank you, Tracy, for having me. You were amazing. Thank you, honey. Wasn't that cool? She is such a cool lady. And um, I just love listening to her. I could I could talk to her all day. We have so much fun together. And um, little fact is uh, Mara is an actress who used to be on Grey's Anatomy. And it can happen to anyone. I have so many people that you think aren't, they're not the victim type. Oh, look at her. She's up on television, right? No, we all get wounded the same way. If we are vulnerable to people who are going to use these tactics on us, then we all are in the same boat. doesn't matter if we're on TV or if we're here on YouTube, right? It happens to all of us. And we're always chosen because we're all so awesome. So I know you are awesome too. So if you haven't subscribed to my channel, please subscribe below and I will see you soon. Thank you.